Warning, the following audio podcast may include language of an adult, nonsensical, repetitive, and quite frankly, moronic nature. On the plus side, if you watch the video version, you get to see two sexy motherfuckers. Enjoy the show. Thank you, Agent State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Cut! Hey, Arnold, I'm hearing neighbor. It's neighbor. That's what I said. Neighbor. 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 Hey, let's go again. And now, coming to you live from the tri-state area and San Francisco, California, it's the best part of Wednesday, Waffle Box, with your hosts, Mike Fish and Kush Hayes. Welcome to Waffle Box, the podcast where we talk about anything, everything, and nothing all at the same time. Coming up on episode 137, we break down... All of the fantastical and jazz hands commercials and movie trailers from this weekend's Las Vegas Mega Bowl. Plus, Kush is going to be talking about Lisa Frankenstein. This week's movie review. I am Mike Fish, and I am joined as always by the main man from San Fran. It's Mr. Kush. Hey, Kush, how you doing, buddy? Happy Valentine's Day, y'all. Kush Hayes here. Episode 13 to the 7 of the Waffle Box. It's the original Waffle Box. You've accepted no substitutes. It is the best part of Wednesday, the best part of Valentine's Day. Coming to you from the future home of Super Bowl 60. You love us because we do this, and we do this because we love you. Producer Lathan, what's up? Happy hump day, fellas. I don't know about you guys, but I'm still feeling sore from the Mega Bowl game on Sunday. I figured I'd have some fun with it and take a shot every time they showed Taylor Swift on screen. However, it backfired tremendously, and I blacked out before kickoff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you probably would have got alcohol poisoned if you hadn't blacked out. So you and I were texting during the game, Mike. We was. And I swear, only during the second and a half, when the Chiefs were actually, like, progressing... Uh, I swear I only saw her about, well, I think, eight was the final count. Um, however, someone I follow on Facebook uh, that I've known for a while, they had the tally up to 35 by the end of well, the game. Well, it depends if they're including the pre-show stuff, because there was that a I don't lot know. of Swifty in the pre-game show, which I get. I'm not I'm not one of these haters. Like I get, obviously, there's they probably had a lot more people watching it because of the Taylor Swift effect. So they had like a sit down interview with Travis Kelsey discussing the relationship. I saw that video. That's embarrassing. Oh my God. And then what was really hilarious, which I bless him when they were talking about like how much Travis Kelsey can impact the game. One of them introduced that there was, okay, let's talk about Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Oh, they introduced him as Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Ooh double embarrassing i mean he is but yeah you know, yeah but he's his the, the 40 the, the, the chief's tight end yeah That's i i, I like you mike fish i'm not a a hater like uh, i what i don't understand and i actually do relate with the rest of the football fans whether they're taking it the right way or the wrong way that that's up to the the, the beholder but like there are other people on that team in relationships there, there are other men on that team with wives girlfriends a couple of them actually might be a celebrity or two I, I i really don't know but yeah just like she has to be getting some kind of compensation for this right surely at this point like it, it's, so. it'd be weird if she wasn't but it was so just, they it, lean hard into it 
it, it as I mean, as the night got further on and more alcohol was consumed by yours truly, and you know, I got a little bit looser and things like that. Mm-hmm. I must admit, I did start getting annoyed at it all. Not mm-hmm. again. I want to put a disclaimer out that I have zero issue with Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. All she she's she's going she's a she's going to her boyfriend's her boyfriend's playing in the Super Bowl. She's attending. Yeah. What, and what, she was sitting with what the people. What do you people. want her to do? Right? So she's not the one with a button. I'm assuming she's not. But um, mm-hmm. she's not sitting with a button with like, right, cut, cut to me now. Like, the, the, it's the NFL doing this. It's the, the, mm-hmm. the networks doing this. So I have zero issue with Taylor Swift. But it's just like, like you said, she kind of vanished off the planet when suddenly the Chiefs weren't doing so well. Mm-hmm. So I was like, when I was texting you, I was like, Come on, let's have some fun with this. Let's show, show her when... Oh, oh, the Chiefs fumbled and lost the ball. Show her then. Show her what her reaction is then. I want to, you know, mm-hmm. spice it up a bit. That's what I'm yeah. saying. It was really weird. Again, like this, Travis Kelsey is, before last night, was already a Super Bowl champion. Yes? Like, that. Correct. we should be talking about that that feeling, being back in the game for a second year in a row. What What accomplishments he's actually had on the field and instead, we're like, so, think you two are going to get married? Come on. Yeah. Talk, talk you're going to have some babies? Hmm? Did, 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 hmm? did y'all kiss? Like, hmm? what, what are you doing? Have you, like, have you bumped uglies yet? Hmm? You guys holding hands? What's going on? Like, like stop that shit. This is fucking embarrassing. Like, I'm, I'm embarrassed for both of them. Uh, not, not, not at them. Like, this, this has to be, if we're annoyed, how annoyed are they? Yes, because there was was it was it the the championship game, the AFC championship game, or it was one of those before where the camera panned to Taylor Swift, and you could you know you don't have to be much of a lip reader, where she she kind of like mouthed, "Can you leave me alone?" Like, oh, fuck off! Which I, I get. Hey, I respect the hell out of that. So yeah, yeah. just stop. But yeah, there are certain people who are like getting all upset super upset about it and you know and we're gonna boycott the nfl no you're not i don't know man the, 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 the fat guy without his shirt who painted himself red and gold which could be either team's color by the way um he, think about him he went through all that trouble and now he's not getting the t- camera time he normally gets think of the little what guy. the hell think of the little guy um it was also yeah, crazy we- to find out like for the first time in 58 years the Super Bowl was finally in Las Vegas. You'd thought they would have been there like decades ago. Oh, have they ever had a team there? No, but they don't have to have a team there. They just have to have a building. Uh, I guess. I guess. I mean, I, to be but fair, the they didn't have been any teams by... there before like five years ago. So has, has, has a Super Bowl ever been hosted in a stadium that wasn't an NFL stadium? Though That's so. a great question. I'm going to probably defer to no. So yeah. it doesn't mean that can, in in a sport with a world full of firsts, guess what? One more first. This is the first time we're coming here from a soccer stadium. First time Super Bowls being played at a bingo parlor. Like they can do anything they want. Like whilst bingo is going on, be the most expensive tickets of the you have the fifty people that could get in would have to pay like a million dollars each. And like every time they score a touchdown, they start celebrating. You just get some old woman like, 
combing her troll doll hair, stamping her car. Kansas City Chiefs score touchdown. That's B seventeen. B seventeen. I don't know, but um, that that was happening. But yeah, I was also talking about soccer stadiums. I was wondering, you know, I'm surprised because they could probably because it'd be a big. I mean, it is always a big event, but I'm surprised they haven't looked at doing a Super Bowl in London. I have a feeling realistically, I mean, you that. could start the game at what, like seven, seven thirty, and it's still like these half decent on the East Coast. Sure, the West Coast gets screwed a little bit. It's like a morning Super Bowl, but I'm sure it wouldn't. Stop people from watching. If the people in Hawaii can do it, so can the folks in California. It'll be okay. Because um, I like really get screwed Wembley's on that. It's like a ninety thousand seat stadium. There you go. Think of the money they'd make. Yeah, I, I'm a hundred percent sure the NFL has been working on trying to get a Super Bowl to the United Kingdom or a Tokyo or a where. All these ex- exhibition games that they've been doing in the last couple of years, Barcelona. You know, like I'm. I'm 100% sure someone's trying to get a Super Bowl in those buildings. It's testing the world. And then it truly would be finally the global game it declares it is. Despite the fact it doesn't have world world champions. Anyway. uh, Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs from a 49ers fan. You guys gave us a hell of a fucking game, dude. Fucking hey, dude. Like, overtime, like... I thought it was maybe the first time they've ever been to overtime, but like maybe the 28th, but still, dude, great goddamn game, even with the loss on our end. Who went to double to overtime? First time in, I think it was, that would be the second time that's happened. Did we go to double OT? Again, mm, Uncle Kush had a couple of No, we could have done. It oh, could I, think, I think the Chiefs scored with like 30 seconds to go, I think, in the okay. o- o- overtime one. There you go. But, um, but yeah. We'll we'll talk a little bit about the the game, but uh, just to kind of give you a heads up, if you do want to hear us talk about you know the actual X's and O's in the game itself, um, tune in to Microdose this Friday, um, where I'll be joining Mister Hayes and actually break down the game. Um, but yeah, well, we can remember of it. <laughs> yeah, but I will say, little spoiler, I am going to come up talk about my conspiracy theory. Because okay. you know how they keep saying, you know, hashtag NFL bogus, uh, NFL scripted and things like that. I don't know about that, but okay. okay. I imagine they do. But the, it was one of those, obviously, I don't believe the NFL was scripted because the amount of people that would need to be involved in that, that shit's coming out at some point. You know, the, 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 My biggest argument every time I hear the finals have been rigged. Or the moon landings. Sorry, at this point, if that was faked, we'd have heard something by now. But anyway, it doesn't matter. But to not help their case, right towards the end, when um, the 49ers were up by three, I can't remember what the exact score was at the time, but all of a sudden, like the Chiefs had the ball, and then the announcer was said, well, if they score a field goal now, uh, the Chiefs can win it with a touchdown. And then it suddenly went to overtime and the Chiefs went with a touchdown. It was like, oh, that was pretty... Because uh... technically, the 49ers could have won it with a touchdown as well. But mm, they said the Chiefs could win it. And they... So it's like... Mm, well, I mean, they're, not they're saying it's football scripted, but you're not analysts. helping by saying they've, shit like that. 
They've seen 10,000 hours of the game, so they've seen every possible lock combination that can be. Uh, yeah, I, I bet there's very few things that go like, wow, I've never seen that before. Um, so when when they say like, yeah, man, the Chiefs can win with a touchdown, like that's in their brain, I think that's just the obvious conclusion. Like the team who scores the most will win. <laughs> that's coming on that angle. Absolutely. So yeah, check that out. Microdose. I uh, got a Fosnet.family this Friday where myself and Kush break down the Las Vegas Mega Bowl. Uh, but now let's uh, dive into the real important stuff. Let's talk about the commercials and the movie trailers that came out. Um, even though it's technically we're still talking about the same thing, I guess we can segue into the Netflix segment because technically this would be this week's top stories. It's now time for this week's top stories. Yes, commercials. That's a good mood every day. I know this is such a fun jingle. Um, where should we start? Where should we start? Um, the battle of the religions was apparently. Oh wow! Yeah, man. Terrifying at some points. It all started. I, I think the first, technically, the first Super Bowl commercial this year was Scientology. Yes, uh, that was during the pregame, and it was. I shit. saw that, and I was just like, "Wow, this is kind of creepy." But the amount of celebrities are Scientologists, and they couldn't get at least one to appear in their <laughs> Super Bowl commercial. They could not have Tom Cruise enlist one of his celebrity Seriously. lackeys. Yeah, that that is a great point. Now that you mention it, I didn't think about it like that. Like it's a very diverse. It was a very diverse commercial. Like all shades of the rainbow, all shapes and sizes, men, women, and theys, all up in this thing. And then like just hey, we're in every corner of the world. You just gotta walk in the room. That's all. But you like you seeing the they dudes with the thetan, lots of money. the thetan handles or whatever they are. The, yeah, the little taking they the do. test. But oh all the goodness. shit that they've, they've been mentioning, there's really bad documentaries that make Scientology look bad. They pretty much was like, yeah, we do that shit. Yeah, we're in a commercial. It Maybe bizarre. it's what you're looking for. That's what they said. But then, like, Jesus came out. He was, yeah, he is us. That, he uh, is a, and uh, they he hammered has a that foot in fetish. a couple times. He has a yes. foot fetish. Like, it was just constantly talking about washing people's feet. Well, so that's that's definitely an old Bible thing. Like, you, you, anyway, but 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 they leaned into it hard on this one yeah. this year, and you're just like, what the fuck are we watching here? But again, in, in a world where you know OnlyFans and Pornhub is a thing, <laughs> it's maybe I have the wrong idea. Maybe I'm maybe I do need Jesus right now. But fucking hell, dude! Like, I was just like, this is a little this is a little graphic for me. It's just Some... people having their feet washed, but it's like, I, I felt like it was produced by AI. Oh, probably. It wouldn't shock me. But yeah, there was definitely someone at home secretly sniffing his sister's high heels and then going, oh my God, Jesus does get me. Look at that. He likes <laughs> feet too. That's a twofer. That's a twofer. We, we, you get all the religious zealots and the foot fetish community. At the same time, that's you, you can't buy press like that, man. But I will say, out of the two, because as far as I'm aware, those are the only two religions that advertised during the Super Bowl. No, there was um, there was an anti-Semitism ad as well. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, stop Jewish hate. Yeah, I, yeah. but it wasn't that wasn't 
recruiting for the Jewish faith. That's that true. Was, so, but yeah, and oh, they were trying out. to make a message of all also out. like just stop hate in general, but it was still an anti. Uh, yeah, anti 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 Semitism. Thank you. Double Abbott. Double I yeah, <clears throat> I brain farted on that hard. But I think if we're talking, okay. if we're comparing religious commercials, I do believe Christianity came out on top on this one. I think they they had the, the most commercials for sure. They I think Scientology did came on twice. If I okay. Correctly. But no, he, what I'm saying is though, right? So the the Christianity one, Jesus, Jesus gets us. You know, mm-hmm. it just showed Jesus being a nice guy, helping out the community with dirty feet and stuff like that. And so it kind of got you like, oh, wow. Christianity, they're nice people. I could get on board with those guys. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Scientology one was very vague. It's very sci-fi. Which, yeah. And it would just, I imagine, would lead, if you didn't know what Scientology was, it would just lead you to Google Scientology and I think with the amount of press out there and documentaries, probably Google isn't Scientology's best friend. Mm-hmm. You don't want people Googling your name. You just want them to go to the website and sign up. Click here, donate all your money. Thanks very much. There'll be I think I said this already. Like I wasn't in the room every minute of the three-hour event. So I, I, I'm 100% sure I missed many commercials and many moments. Um, but did we have anything from the Muslim sect do, do we have anything from the Hindu sect? Uh, pay pay seven million dollars for a thirty second spot. Maybe they should they should, they should Maybe. get there right. next, next year. That's, that's okay. Yeah, I, if they did, no, I missed it. If they did, you missed it. There you go. Honest answer. I only bring that up because after nine eleven, Saudi Arabia put out a commercial. The country of Saudi Arabia put out a commercial like, "Hey, we're all right. <laughs> we cool." We cool. We we weren't responsible for that building. We're okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't know, Davey. But anyway, we're we're getting a little too deep into religion and politics here, and I get uncomfortable about that stuff. But still, um, before so I've got a list here of some of the the ones I noticed. I'm sure there was some I missed. Um, late then. Was there anyone that stood out for you for these old Super Bowl commercials? Well, I have to say I was left a little underwhelmed by this year's offerings, but the one that got me was the Dr. Umstick one. So he's apparently a doctor, but all he does is give out ice creams to everyone except the person that's sick, and then he claims he's not a body doctor. What? Then what kind of doctor are you? Why the fuck would that make me want to buy their ice creams? Awful. Just Uh, awful. Yeah, that that was it was and it was like an action man doll kind of thing that was supposed to be the doctor that was oh. a very yeah i must admit that was a very odd so i don't know what the hell either oh so it was um I, can't, I wish i could remember the guy's name but there's a guy who is famous but i, I apologize okay. i forget his name That's but right. he's he's on a plane and sure. he starts going ow ah and then the flight attendant goes is there a doctor on board and then suddenly this like a ken doll an action man doll whatever he goes, hey, I'm a doctor. My name's Umstick. Dr. Umstick. Which is like drumstick. drumstick. Yeah, like the, the ice cream. Very funny. Okay. And then okay, he opens up his he opens up his like doctor's bag and it's just full of ice creams. And then all of a sudden everyone on the plane is eating ice creams, except for the guy that's not feeling well. 
and he's yeah, still right. not feeling well. And then he goes, have you got one for me? And the guy goes, oh, I'm not a body doctor. <laughs> and it ends like, what? I, it, it, it made zero <laughs> sense. It was a terrible yeah. commercial. That is a terrible commercial. Also, like when you're having stomach issues, ice cream or dairy, anything is like the worst thing you could do. Like, it would be better to have Roy Jones Jr. punch you in the stomach. Um, other weird one. Mr. T's back. Yeah, that was great. Doing sketches. I don't remember what happened. Did he yeah, have more he than was... one commercial? I, I only saw it once. But okay. yeah, he was in, he was in sketches you... commercial. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember you and I were, were rapping about that. Yeah, I was I was happy he was still going. You said he's, apparently he's been sick recently. He's not. He's been below under the weather. Yeah, he's been suffering from the big C for like a Ooh. couple decades now. It's, it's it's amazing he's still breathing, honestly. And well, if he's been suffering with the big C for the last couple of years, he's he's looking good. I mean, he's, he's aging, but he's but decades. decades. Jesus. Are we wait? Are we talking about the the big? We're not talking about chlamydia, right? No, unfortunately okay. not. Just, just wanted to just double check. Okay, um, here we go. Mr. T Sketchers. There we go. Yeah. Um, and then there was... Oh, this is a good one. I must admit, this is good. The, the Ben Affleck and Tom Brady. So I know this was a thing and I missed it. I, or like oh. only caught half of it. But yeah, Affleck is, Affleck's got a sense of humor, dude. You, you got to love that. He is, and um, his best, best friend was in it. Um, Mr. Damon, Matt Damon, Jason Bourne, and Tom Brady was in it. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. They're Jennifer Lopez. Uh, just, and they, they sang a great song. Uh, this is a little snippet from it. I don't hate it. Donuts. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you met, yeah, Matt Damon was fantastic in a commercial. That Damon's um, a funny guy. He's a funny dude. And then, whatever ones was it? There was a dad. What Timu? Is it Timu? Timu? That like Timu? Timu? It's Timu. like Wish. Yeah. Like yeah. how much fucking money they got? Because that was a lot. They must have shown that commercial like six times during the Super Bowl. Oh, good for them. It was insane. Again, seven million dollars a pop. So that was forty-two million dollars just to project the advertisement not even to produce the advertisement like i had to check because i was definitely maybe not the drunkest person in the room but i was pretty up there mm-hmm. but i had to just keep I was like, wait, we've definitely seen this one before right i'm not like what the fuck this has come on like it was incredible like so many um I mean, that's what you get apparently that many people are buying generic sex toys and those off a of team I mean, I'm not saying I'm the guy with the finger on the pulse, but I'd never heard of that website until yesterday. Oh, I, they, I've been getting ads for them on Facebook for the last six months. They they literally replaced Wish. And I think I think Wish got in some sort of financial trouble. So, someone's always shaving money off the top or whatever. But uh, yeah, Wish is no longer a thing. And maybe they, maybe they just rebranded to Timu. But I, I believe one was... One was European, and I think this one is like Central America. I'm not. Don't quote me on that. I could be a thousand percent wrong. Thank you. Um, what other ones? Uh, Dan Levy. Dan Levy. 
he appeared a lot. Homes.com. Oh. Where he was just going around America. Yeah, it was shit. It was, it was, I don't know who that is, but I know Jeff Goldblum was also doing apartments.com. He's been doing that for a, for a while now, since uh, since Independence Day 2. Yeah, he's been... Yeah, it's, it's been that was, that, so eight yeah, years yeah. now he's been doing that, yeah. He is very good, Jeff Goldblum. But uh, right, You gotta yeah. love the Goldblum. Uh, and then my uh, favorite one was uh, BMW. You, you, they won for me with the Christopher Walken. Mm. Something about, I, I don't know get the point, but it's that imitation or something. Everyone's got a bad Christopher Walken impression and they are always trying to present it to him. And But his, his react, right, so I've got this, because I didn't want to play the whole commercial, but this is the beginning of the commercial and listen, so you'll hear him talking if you haven't seen this commercial yet, you'll hear him talking and then the guy will do a Christopher Walken like impersonation. And then Christopher Walken's response is amazing. Ready? Here it goes. Nice ride. It's the real deal. 100%. Electric. It's the real deal. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just the pain in his voice. Yeah, yeah. I think that was more Vinny Barbarino, but yeah, yeah. And then I did. I, they they played into the halftime show because at the end, Usher was there. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Walker was like, "Yeah, you got somewhere to be." That commercial. Uh, so that commercial played in the second quarter because yes, it was also a backdoor advertisement for Usher's halftime show, which he would then do like ten minutes later or whatever happened. Um. What did you think of the halftime show? I wasn't really impressed. I was more impressed with the production. Like, I think I talked more about it to the room I was in. Just like, you understand, like, we've only got like 15 minutes to set everything up, set up this entire huge stage, get every asshole on there, get that little crowd on the field, do the performance, and then tear it down and not leave a scuff. Not dig up one thing on the field. He was dancing on the, the grass in the turf. And I was like, what the fuck? But he has got smooth feet. So oh, sure well, he's, he a great, he's a great blade. performer. He has a good performer. I just don't think this was the best thing he done. Did you hear that? Dog back there. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm dog seeing. So I've, I've suddenly went from one dog to three dogs. And this three dogs? Oh my God. If you're actually two. watching the video version, you might just be able to see. I see a tail or some legs. His butt is back in there. Little buddy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's okay. a very loud snore for such a little dog. Bless him. Okay. No, I think Zoom, I think Zoom filters all that shit out. Oh. Well, he's like, anyway. <laughs> but no, I thought it was good. I thought it was a good show. Um, it, it, like you say, it's tough, you know, when you've got to fit in as many hits as possible in that short amount of time. So it got, it, it just feels a little bit of like a, a montage of the choruses of songs. It didn't really get, but no, I that's what it was. Well, you know, that with the, the splicey splicey of Alicia Keys and Bill mm-hmm. John and, mm-hmm. Ludacris, Luda, and and then but then splicing in like their songs as well, like Alicia mm-hmm. Keys before she did, she did um, oh. and then uh, then Lil John pops up asking, turned down for what? 
So yeah, it was, it was fun. It was a fun little show. I thought, probably not. You know, it's. I always hate the next day when people are. Where does it rank up? Because everyone, all the hipsters, and I'm not saying it was a bad performance. It was a very great performance. But everyone, every year since, whenever a Super Bowl halftime show happens, everyone goes, "Well, it wasn't as good as Prince." I mean, Prince. Prince did a fantastic, but still, it's like you just you just saying that to try to sound cool. Prince made it rain and then sang "Purple Rain." Like, he lucked out in the weather then. Luck nothing. That man's a fucking witch. At this point, I'm not even sure if he's snoring or farting back then. Um, not Prince, the dog's people. Those are listening the dog, to the show. Sorry, I'm looking at the dog. Prince did not fart during this. Although the dog is named Prince, so go figure. Maybe. Um, <laughs> he is now. Um, but yeah, that was pretty good. And then, uh, what was it? I was going to... Right. Last one, I have to do a quick on like mention of this commercial, sure. Super Bowl commercial. Right. Oh, actually now pops in my head. Paramount Plus, fantastic. We had all the yeah, Patrick Stewart and mm-hmm. and things and Hey Arnold, and they were trying to throw a football. And so they all looked at Hey Arnold because his football head, and then he threw how Arnold and he didn't quite make it. And he's like, Oh, have you got anything made of pig skin? And they all look at Peppa Pig. Ah, I did laugh. But um Snapchat. Apparently, that's still a thing. Snapchat's still a thing. Yeah, right. I remember seeing it after that going, Well, dude, where'd that come from? How'd that happen? Whoever spent that much money making this commercial for Snapchat needs to be fired because well, they were highlighting the fact hey, would you like to join a social media network where you get less likes? What? Did you say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not as popular as everyone else, so you should join. Like, their their calling card was that you will get less exposure if you do anything on this. It doesn't that doesn't make any sense to me. I remember when Snapchat was peaking. Its whole thing was like, yeah, everything's just temporary. You post whatever, it'll go away in twenty four hours. You don't you don't have to worry about that embarrassing image. Oh yeah, you can get rid of that. That that dick pickle disappearing. That was and that then was many celebrities. That was what the got app in trouble for, because of it. <laughs> right, the app was for sexting. That was as far as yeah. I'm aware. That's that's the only. That's definitely what it was being used for. <laughs> yeah, it's like OnlyFans. Right, I'll, mm. I'll see, I'll see ads on X on Twitter. OnlyFans. Now I know there's an algorithm, so yes, I might look at some naughty things on Twitter from time to time. So whatever, don't judge me. But they're they're trying to advertise OnlyFans where you can go, look this content creator is doing comedy on OnlyFans. This one's doing cooking on OnlyFans. And you're just like, bitch, I was joining OnlyFans to watch a cooking show. Like, what are you trying to do? Well, I appreciate you trying to rebrand your image. Maybe I don't know. Well, that was the image they were originally trying to go for OnlyFans. They were well, they didn't anticipate when they tried banning porn on OnlyFans. We, I remember that we changed. We we made a big deal, sent a bunch of letters in, and then they changed their mind the next week because they realized how much fucking money they would lose. Mm -hmm. Dumbasses. Um, we're going really quite deep. So then, movies. Movies is a big thing. Um, where. Someone did comment like, "Why aren't they showing the trailer? Why is it always telling us to go watch it on YouTube?" And I had to explain, "So it costs seven million for thirty seconds. Do you think someone's gonna 
play a three minute trailer during the Super Bowl? No, they no, used no. to actually. They used to spend that much money yeah, for the full crazy. trailer. Like, yeah. I, I remember how many, however many years ago it was, whatever, like seeing the entire Fast and Furious 6 trailer, losing my mind, and then some dude threatening to throw me out of a window because I was like, oh, experiencing joy? Go fuck yourself. Anyway, I was like, you're not going to do that. And then he turned around and didn't. But uh, yeah, they, they, there was a time when Universal Studios would spend money for a full 90-minute trailer, a two-minute trailer, or whatever it was. Um, the ones I got written down here, I might have missed some. Um, a Quiet Place, day one. which mm-hmm. That's actually been out for a few days since before the Super Bowl. And so it's a, it's a prequel, not looking... right? To a Quiet Place. Yes. It's day one. Hence the day one. So I, I'm not looking forward to that. However, I do appreciate that, like, because it's day one, we're not getting the whole you need to be super duper quiet when you watch this movie. Yeah, I appreciated that for the first two, but they now know, like, no, we're just going to make an action movie now. It's going to be very loud. And, you know, I have made my opinions known about prequels. My Mm -hmm. disdain towards prequels. But even though I wasn't a huge fan of The Quiet quiet Place, the the movies, Mm -hmm. at least this prequel kind of, like, huh. Because it would be interesting to see how they got to that point. So I, I don't actually don't mind this prequel idea. So I'll, I'll let them let them go. The problem um, with that is we already saw them arrive at the beginning of the first of the last movie that we just had, uh, Quiet Place Two. Oh, I um, Quiet Place Two. It's fine. It's more of a quiet place. Uh, the first twenty minutes, though, is them arriving <laughs> and oh, people freaking so out. Going, oh my right, god! We'll scratch that then. Day one's dumb. Um, Despicable Me 4. Sure. Yeah, that's been a thing also. Um, I was surprised. We got Kung Fu Panda 4. Yeah. And the end of that trailer are three children going, we love violence. Violence, violence, violence. And I was like, oh, I don't know if this is a message you want to put out there, DreamWorks. I think parents are going to have a problem with this. I don't give a shit. We're going to talk about a movie later tonight where I'm just like, oh my god. This is, not the, this is not the biggest thing in the world, but like, yeah, this is a it's, it's still a kid's film, and parents are probably upset about that. Like, when when your favorite son punches son number two in the head and then goes, violence! Like, there's going to be problems. Problems with the Fuddruckers that night. I mean, to be fair, they're watching a football game. They're, they're tackling it. It wouldn't shock me if kids were just running into each other and okay, fair. smashing helmet to helmet. Um, fair enough. The Fall Guy. I mean, that, I know that one's been out for a little while, but right? mm-hmm. I'm looking uh, forward to the Fall Guy. That should that should be as fun as the A Team movie we had ten years ago. I noticed they did make an edit of the trailer to feature the scene where Ryan Gosling's character is listening to Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Mm, that was pretty clever, I guess. Yeah, that's that is clever. Um, Kingdom of the Planet Top. of the Apes. I don't give a shit. I'm, oh, that I'm that, that should be pretty good. Planet of the Apes. You don't like the Planet of the Apes? That's uh, disappointing. Well, the original. Yeah, yeah, but you don't like the 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 latest the, latest the batch latest. we just had. I know people are down on that Tim Burton movie. I get it, but like the, these last three movies we just had, they, they were all pretty good. Um, okay. Wicked. Wicked looks interesting. That's I've never seen the Broadway play. I, I, yeah, you know, 
The Wizard of Oz is a classic for reasons, but it's nothing I watch regularly. But uh, yeah, Wicked has my attention. Someone, someone at the Super Bowl party that I was at did have to say, "Oh, why does the black woman have to be green?" So, because she's the witch. That's that's the character. She's green. I don't know. I don't think this is yeah. a thing. It's just it's, it's no, it green. is a knee jerk reaction. Unfortunately, <laughs> I uh, I was at an event also during the Super Bowl, and someone else brought up the black green witch, and uh, she's like. She's a white lady in the play on Broadway. And I was like, y- y- well, the character's green. So it really doesn't matter who's under the fucking paint. It's, it's paint. Oh, so she was saying the woman playing the green character in the Broadway play is white. Yes. Uh, oh, no, okay. So that, okay. They, they were coming in from a very different angle. Now, the person that I was talking to came, was coming, I think was coming at it was why they had to change it. Why can't she be, just be black? She's black. She's black. I was like, well, no, the yeah. character's green. It's. I mean, so I wasn't obviously was not there, so I can't interpret what you saw. But I no, I feel like this person had a problem with the actress being black, playing the wicked witch of the West. Keep keep my witches back. Um, People are, but yeah, it'd be interesting because it's like it's, it's you know there have been some fun musical to movie adaptations recently, so it could be fun. It could be fun. Um, Twisters head. is back, apparently. And they have the balls to say, this is not a sequel. What this the fuck is not is a it? reboot. This is its own thing, but plural. And it's like, oh, fuck you guys. Oh, so is this going to be like Alien, Aliens all over again? No. But no, no Aliens no... is at least a sequel. This, so this is this is trying to be its own thing, but it's still... So basically, they, they've ever t- they just stole an idea. It's the we... same company. That did it. So I, I don't so think you can, can it, steal from yourself. It's, it's either a reboot or a sequel. It can't be. Yeah. You can't. It's bad marketing, is what it is. Fuck. Uh, it's I like Glenn Powell. Or, yeah, Glenn Powell. I, I like the dude from Top Gun that's in it, but I we'll see. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe it'll be fun. I enjoyed um, Michael Bay's Ambulance. Like, maybe I'll like this. Did you see one for Monkey Man? Oh, yeah. That. Looks Which great. It does look great, but as far as I can tell, again in my very drunk state from watching this trailer, it's is it Indian John Wick? It's Indian badass for sure. But yeah, no, I'm not, Lots I'm not saying that as a John Wick comparison because dude is wearing a suit. Yeah, I'm not saying in it in a derogatory way. I'm just saying. No, I understand you're not. It, it looks bad because any give me any kind of race of John Wick that'd be fun. <laughs> and then we could have like a like an MCU collection of like. You know, bringing all the world's people together. So you have like white John Wick, Indian John Wick, Hispanic yeah, well, John, Wick. John Wick four already, and so. just have a bunch of John Wicks all fucking people up. It'd be great. And they, I all understand why people are making the comparison, show. but uh, it's it's not a good comparison still. But the movie looks amazing, and I can't wait to see it. Uh, I like Dev Patel; he was great in the Green Knight, even though the Green Knight was not great. Anyway. Oh, yeah, he's one of those actors who's becoming known for not every movie he's in is good, but, but he's, he's great in the best everything. part of that movie. Yes, well said. <laughs> um, and he and apparently then... directed this, so again, I'm, I'm oh. double looking forward to that. Did not know that. Yes, sir. Just the facts, ma'am. Um, and then the big one. The big one. 
which I was, I, don't get me wrong, I was because I was waiting for it because I heard the rumors that this was going to happen. That was going to show a teaser during the Super Bowl. So mm. I'm happy they did it before the game, I think, if I'm correct. Uh, no, right after kickoff. It was the first was right commercial after. in the official Super Bowl. Deadpool and Wolverine. Oh. This is a play on uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. So good. I don't, I, I, like I said, I've watched this about 12 times at this point. 12 times? Wow, bumped up. But then also, what I've done, also, I've gone onto YouTube and watched other people's reaction to the trailer. It's fun. It's fun to do. But yeah, if you don't know, Deadpool, I mean, I guess... I guess we don't want to spoil it too much, but it's it's if you've watched the, the Disney Plus shows with Loki, then this is going to start crossing over and some stuff, and it's got it's got a lot of potential to have some crossovers of the the old Fox Marvel universe and the new MC. Well, I say new, it's been going for a while now, but you know the Fox universe and the Marvel universe have been smushed together finally after Disney bought Fox. And there's a lot of potential here, and I'm just I'm all for it. It's and it looks a lot of fun. What's your thoughts on this? Uh, it's a commercial for Deadpool three. Like, yeah, I just wish I could give now. you more insight on that. Um, I'm not excited about this. Every time a screenshot comes out, every time someone has to write an official sentence about it, I keep going. Oh my god, I can't wait for this movie to disappoint all of you guys so much. Um, however best case scenario it's going to be a fantastic film uh again i like ryan reynolds you like hugh jackman but uh, i'm i'm not looking forward to this with a gravitas that you are wow wow now oh, did waffle box just get canceled uh-oh oh, oh they're, they're turning off lights here what, what's happening he's talking bullshit Where's the anyway? You have four more months to to wait for this movie, so maybe even less. It's May, so three. It's gonna be great. You're just a hater. Haters gonna hate. It's gonna make a lot of money. But I was watching. I agree. One guy. There's one guy who's breaking it down. He does lots of movies stuff like that and apparently um after because obviously deadpool is known for his fourth wall breaks and his self-awareness mm-hmm. and there's a line in the trailer which they believe is very much like on the like on the nose because obviously the marvels whether you like it or not did not do very well in, not at all in the theaters and then the Disney Plus shows as of late haven't been received very well. Yeah, and I didn't go back for Loki 2. And Loki I, two, stopped... I thought Loki 2 was very, very good. I will okay. say that. Um, the one, Echo was okay. Echo was boring. But we did a review about that already, I think. And then um, uh, Secret Invasion. I, I It's six I episodes. I tapped out after like the first one. I was like, this is done. I think I, I, think I made it two episodes. But yeah, it, was, it just wasn't... They're, they're all been great. So they've just been TV shows, and uh, that's fine. That's fine, but, but that's what they are. But then, obviously, with the right strike and all that stuff, they basically Marvel have cancelled, not cancelled, or pushed back everything. So I think Deadpool and Wolverine is the only 
movie mm-hmm. coming out this year, if I'm correct, from the MCU. You are correct. And so they That's are not in the like, Sony universe. We're waiting for, we're hoping this is going to basically kickstart us back into gear. This is going to be the one that kicks us off, which is why people think they slipped in that line of Deadpool calling himself, I am the Messiah. I am Marvel Jesus. <laughs> he also put in a scene where he talks about shitting his pants, but whatever. That, oh, Ryan Reynolds is great. His delivery was a Wade Wilson. It seems you sawed yourself while he was unconscious. I wasn't unconscious. Where am I? <laughs> he's, he, oh, this could be a fun list. We could do, obviously not this episode. Maybe we'll come back to this in another episode where we can come mm-hmm. back with our like, like top five actors that were perfect for their role, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. That'd be easy. That'd be a fun little discussion to go with. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, overall kind of underwhelming i'm with lathan this year i think the, the commercials some they had some great ones but it was just over it was like eh. or maybe have we been hyped up too much where we're like oh, it's the super bowl here comes the great commercials and when they were like great it's like, eh. you know what i'm saying maybe it was we no, hyped up too much saying? uh you know what it's it's perfectly okay for the commercials to not be the best part of the biggest event of the year i think that's something Something the Super Bowl has been lacking for a few decades now. More people are interested in the commercials. And we're guilty of this, too, because we're talking about it. But the the game is what people should really be focused on. So, um, again, like I said, hell of a fucking game. We're going to talk about it on the Microdose this Friday. But, uh, yeah, yeah, nothing. nothing You took more notes than I did, despite sending you, like, a text (laughs) every 20 minutes in in the second half. Well, maybe again, we'll get into that on microdose, but maybe because the game was so good, our brains didn't have to rely too much on the commercial for entertainment. Whereas recently, the last few years, the Super Bowl itself hasn't been all of that, so we mm-hmm. enjoyed the commercials more. Maybe, maybe it's some Freudian psychological shit. I don't know, probably. Not. I don't know. So, when it comes to previous Super Bowl commercials as of this moment in time that we're currently in, I have only remembering two. One is a FedEx ad that borrowed from the Wizard of Oz, and everyone's like, wow, FedEx like made made a 30-second movie that cost, but at that time, like, I don't know, an unheard of $2 million or whatever. And then a decade ago, decade plus, Mountain Dew such and so something came up with puppy baby monkey something or other and that thing was just horrendous it was horrific and horrendous and it's just puppy baby bucket like it's just repeating those four words as one gigantic word the entire time sounds great no it was awful it's <laughs> quite 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 nightmarish fool nightmare fuelish ah oh, anyway Let's move on. Talking of people, you know, they won the Super Bowl and all that good stuff. Uh, so congratulations mm-hmm. to Kansas City Chiefs for achieving things. But let's talk about other people achieving things. Going out there with the little world and doing stuff and getting a bit of paper from an Irish brewery to say that they did it. It's now time for this week's Dumb World Record of the Week. Why? Why? Why would I? Why? 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 
Why would you want to do that? Uh, uh, this week's dumb world records is uh, as a quote an impressive display of both mental and physical endurance. Ooh. And then, no offense. Okay, no offense to people that do this for a living as their job. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not trying to insult you. However, when I tell you his job title, the previous description does kind of sound funny. Right, ready? So I'm gonna so I'm gonna mm-hmm. read it all in one go. In an impressive display of both mental and physical endurance, 42-year-old software engineer. I don't know why this made me laugh. Um, because you don't think they're gonna be very physical. Um, Sidhu Pietri. Okay, Indian gentleman. Has broken the record for the longest marathon punching a punch bag. Okay. So Sidhu, a lifelong martial artist who has represented India in numerous Taekwondo championships, basically just stood there in front of a punching bag and like rock and sockumed it for a really sure. long time. Okay. How long? Well, I'm gonna tell you. Please. I'm um, <laughs> the, the segment, I guess. So this is so Sidhu spent six months preparing for this record, training for eight hours every day. His daily routine involved a four-hour training session from 4 a.m. to 8 a.m., followed by another one in the evening. So every day for six months, this man was standing in front of a punching bag, pu- punching it for four hours, then taking a break, then four hours more. For six months, every day. Nice. And then when the time came... He achieved a time of 55 hours. Get the fuck out. And 15 minutes. So this dude, for over two days, was in front of this fucking punching bag. Two and a quarter days. So and he's just just doing this the entire time, or is there like some speed to it? Or he's literally just doing this motion. It didn't go into like, you know, sometimes they do like, oh, for this to count, it has to be just. I'm going to assume he was allowed some time to to urinate. Oh, yeah. Maybe have a quick. That would be nice. But yeah, just. 55 hours. There was the one girl who was dancing for like three days. And they they like, yeah, you can take a 20 minute nap. That's right. You can can go pee for five minutes. yeah, because she but she found the loophole, if I remember correctly, because you could take like she, she 20, stacked them up. So you could take yeah, like ten minute breaks every hour. So she would take like a two minute break and save the eight, eight minutes and stack it, and then she could have like a forty five minute nap or something like that, which is pretty damn smart if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Always love a loophole. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna assume he could have a little bit of a break, but Jesus Christ, fifty five hours pretty much like sand nonstop punching. So basically, his talent is that he's essentially a human woodpecker. Yeah, sure, yeah, very much. Yeah. Do we know was he was he wearing gloves? Were his hands wrapped uh, in any way? Like, or is he just bare bare knuckle punching? Is, is he just raw dogging it? Yeah. That's if we don't know, we don't know. It's okay. Just ask. It makes a difference. 
as guinnessworldrecords.com boots up um it looks like he had like some not it definitely wasn't boxing gloves like kind of like i guess mma ish gloves okay okay but yeah the the there's two photos on the guinnessworldrecords.com website one of him is obviously being all happy on someone's shoulders waving the indian flag going yay i did it and then the other one is him standing up, punching the bag, but he looks asleep. Like the rest of his body is still working, but his <laughs> his head is like he might have also trained over the six months just to sleep doing the motion. Just like yes. say I'm just trying to scroll down, see if it was uh while you're there doing that, any for, mention of like and a, those for the and rake. those that might be in the dark, like the those those boxing gloves, regardless of what size they are, those aren't to protect the opponent's face. That's to protect the knuckles of the guy throwing the punch. Like you, uh, uh, Floyd Mayweather has broken both of his hands with his fifty victories. You can call, say he runs away or whatever you want, but the man has won 50, 50 spouts. 50 professional bouts and broke both his hands in the process. I, I think a few times now. That's why I say never, because I remember, I don't know why people would do this, but when you they'd clench a fist, they'd tuck their thumb into their fist. And that was a big like, don't do that because you're going to literally break your thumb. If you're There's also the occasional jabroni who will put his pinky fingers up like this i don't know what the point is but it's the best way to break your pinky if that's what you're trying to do anyway um but yes okay so as we've all quote longest marathon records after every continuous hour activity the challenger is permitted a five minute rest break which okay. can be accumulated if not taken oh. straight away oh only during these breaks could he eat sleep or use the bathroom so yeah, same oh. thing. So if if he went nonstop for four hours, then he, he could he could have a twenty minute break. But he said, yeah, the, the pain started around the twenty hour mark. Oh, only fucking hell! But fuck that. But yeah, it's again. Different. Shout out to Mister Sidu for for doing it. I'm pretty sure I don't think I would be able to do that. But again, as with all of these world records, where the like. Where do they come think, up with the idea? Why did you start? Oh, I'm really good at punching punching bags. Well, maybe I could do this for three days, nearly. Mm -hmm. Sure. But yeah, congratulations to you. I'm still to come on this week's Box episode 137. Oh, it is Valentine's Day. Don't forget, it's the day for lovers. And we've got a very special Valentine's Day middle of the show quiz. Also, another Valentine's Day special, the Celebrity Battle Royal, because she's talking about Lisa Frankenstein and much, much more. So stick around if you would. Be so kind. We'll be right back after this short break. I've got this delicious dilemma. I've always loved my Doritos tortilla chips. I just love the... But now there's another Doritos I love, too. Extra crispy Doritos. That same great Doritos taste, but different. So what makes extra crispy so extra crispy? 
Well, they start out thinner and then they're toasted to a crisp. So what's my delicious dilemma? Well, should I crunch or should I crisp? Extra crispy Doritos tortilla chips. They're crisp. It's now time for the middle of the show quiz. Hey, welcome back to Wonder Woman, episode 137. It's the middle of the show, so if you ask me, it's the perfect time to play the middle of the show quiz. And this week, as it is Valentine's Day, we've got a very special rom-com-inspired quiz where I have got Lathan involved. And oh. Lathan is going to do his very best acting right now. Oh. So, so Lathan is going to read some dialogue oh, nice. from famous rom-coms. Okay. And Kush, you're going to have to try to guess which movie he's reading from the scripts. All right. By the way, I need something to wash the visual I just had during the break. Went downstairs and uh, discovered Mama Hayes watching something on Netflix, but Kristen Bell, old Veronica Mars herself, is getting raw-dogged on a fucking dining room table. And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Well, is there any other way to raw-dog? <laughs> you know, raw-dog, you might as well do it on a dining table. I still table. want to watch my mom watch that stuff. Uh... I mean, as long as she was just watching it, not, you know. I don't know. I, I I got in and out real quickly, dude. I was like, oh, happy Valentine's Day. So did he. <laughs> but, no, he was there for a while. That gentleman was there for a while. Good time, right. though. Anyway, um, let's hit the music. Uh, and Lathan, are you ready to get your acting? All right, so quote number one. Number one. Don't forget, I'm also just a girl standing in front of a boy asking him to love her. Ooh. I know that goddamn line, but it's, I don't think I've actually seen the movie. It's one of those things you just pick up from osmosis. Um, do, do you need to repeat it? Please. Thank you. Okay. One more time, Nathan. Don't forget, I'm also just a girl standing in front of a boy asking him to love her. Fucking hell. Not mean girls. It's not Twilight. It's both of those movies I haven't seen. Uh, um. Feel like Jennifer Aniston's in this? Maybe the, maybe the chick from Sweet Home Alabama? Notting Hill is Julia well, okay. Roberts. Julia Roberts and Hugh Grant, that charming bastard. What a guy. What a guy. I haven't seen that either, unfortunately. No. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, apparently, people love it. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't. It's, it's. Yeah, people are nuts. That and um, what's, the, what's the face? Um, they did two movies together, didn't they? So, not sequels, but. What's that? Uh, the, the Saint Bridget Jones's Diary. That's another oh. one where people are nuts about. I can't um, get it. Yeah, that's a trilogy now. All right, all right, all right. It's like my fat Greek wedding. That's also yeah, right. That is also an unnecessary trilogy. There, number two. Number, number two. two. 
It was a million tiny little things that, when you added them all up, they meant we were supposed to be together, and I knew it. When Harry met Sally? I'm already gonna lose this. I'm just gonna... Sleepless in Seattle. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That is also a fan favorite of billions. Um, when that movie came out, I was a snot-nosed teenager who would do everything he could to get out of seeing movies like this. So, yeah. No Notting Hill. No Sleepless in Seattle. No You've Got Mail. Uh, I'm going to fail this one hard. Um... I think I've told this story before, but I remember when I was young and impressionable and ignorant, I guess, mm -hmm. I was—I uh, came across an album, a compilation album, and it had one of the songs from Top Gun on there. And the compilation okay. was like 40 great, the greatest chick flick album ever or something like that. And I remember being all pissed off, like, what the fuck is this? And I remember going to my my brother and my dad and I was like what the fuck Top Gun's on a chick flick and they both was like kind of need it I think it is and then there's like then the, the cog started working in my brain like, wait a minute it is a fucking chick flick fuck <laughs> bless my dumb ass it's a right. sexy track it's a sexy scene yeah, what are you number three I wish I knew how to quit you. Oh, that's a, that's a good one. That's an <laughs> Why am I going to get this one right? That's a broke back mountain. Correct. I'm we need to do go. some internal thinking about this one. So, some internal reflecting. Why do I know that one? I wish I knew how to quit you. Fantastic. All right. Here You're we so are. Silly. The comeback's coming in. Comeback's coming in. Come Number four. Number four. So it's not going to be easy. It's going to be really hard, and we're going to have to work at this every day. But I want to do that because I want you. I want all of you forever. You and me, every day. Hmm. Jerry Maguire? Is, is that is that a rom-com? No, not yeah. a rom-com. Is that, is that a Valentine's Eve romantical movie, Jerry Maguire? Yeah. I guess it did. Yeah, that's absolutely a chick flick. Is that, is that what you're, uh, that you're going with? That's my final answer. I don't have a better one. I'm guessing I'm wrong. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. The Notebook. That's from the oh, uh, yeah. Bring a box of tissues to that fucking thing. It's not even like the, the middle story. It's like when James Garner's being pulled away from his wife who's fucking having a stroke or a seizure or a seizure stroke or whatever. Like, he was like... <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty tough. It's pretty, pretty tough. All right, just for funs and giggles, here's number five. Number five. I came here tonight because when you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible. Well, that's beautiful. I know that line. I don't remember what movie is from. Uh, Emmanuel for Emmanuel in space. <laughs> just because I don't know. You actually had it earlier. This that was from Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, so you had two Sleepless in Seattle quotes? No, I had. No, sorry, that was from when Harry met Sally. Oh, hilarious! 
<laughs> but sorry, I got confused because you said when Harry met Sally, when it was sleepless in Seattle. Blah, 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 blah. Dig, dig, yeah. dig, dig, dig. So that when Harry met Sally. Yeah. Again, I was maybe nine when that movie came out. And so everyone knows the big fake orgasm scene, but then it's just like. Yeah, no. This this was, I was not in the demographic for any of these movies. For some oh, reason, no broke back mountain. Very but... aroused. Oh. Yeah, unfortunately, Kush, you managed to get one. Which I'm going to make you this week's loser. Just like my love. You lose. How poetic. But now, oh, this one, I actually, this might be a first, I think. This might be a first in a new feature of Celebrity Battle Royal. It's an all-female, it's a women's division match. Ooh, coming up In this week's segment where we pit four celebrities against each other to fight it out. Could just tell you, blah, 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 and we're going to crown a champion. It's time for this week's Celebrity Battle Royale. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Yeah. Keep the time out, too. If I can't work the Warrior game tonight, it's because of the goddamn music. Let's let me battle royal. This is where I'll give Kush four celebrity names and he has to work out in which order they get eliminated and which person comes out as the lucky winner and champion in this week um so continuing the valentine's day themes rom-com we've got four actresses that have made their name very known in the old rom-com genre okay and yet one's going to be the ultimate champion so speaking of uh I think that's this was this was the the fake orgasm woman Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan, America's sweetheart. Meg Ryan until she one. cheated on uh, Don Johnson with um, Gladiator, Russell Crowe, and no. that didn't work out anyways. Yeah, they did a movie called Proof of Life where they were just stuck in the Colombian jungle or wherever the hell they were for like months, and then just right, well, might as well fuck, might as well bang this one out. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh contestant number two. Number two. She likes to use semen as hair gel. Ooh. It's Miss Cameron Diaz. Not America's sweetheart, but should have been. Fantastic in the mask. If you ask me. Yeah, right. Everyone fell in love with her in that movie, and then everything else is just eh. Something about Mary is really good too, but, but uh, yeah, that the when she came on screen on the mask, you're like, holy shit, we need more of this woman. Um, consist number three, number possibly three. my favorite rom com actress of all time, Miss Drew Barrymore. Oh, okay, amazing. Was it in fifty? Was it fifty first dates and the wedding singer. wedding singer? Oh. Mm-hmm. Her and Adam Sandler were a, were were a really good team for a very while, very long while, and then for whatever reason, Jennifer Aniston became a thing for him. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, something to do with it. But yeah, yeah, Jennifer Aniston was very good. What was that the movie where he was the dentist or the doctor or something? Uh, the plastic surgeon, and then he had to, and Jennifer Aniston played his fake ex-wife. 
they did a movie where they they had to pretend to be a couple but then they did two more movies that were like comedic murder mysteries yes i didn't see any of them but but they they made three of those fucking things together so good for them number four and final corner we go back to to, to a classic classic miss julia roberts all right i was wondering where she was so we've got Julia Roberts, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and Meg Ryan. Ding, ding. How's this going to go down, Kush? Mm, would you please give me uh, 30 seconds to just review this in my head? You should, like, play a song. Thank you. Like, this is a good, this is a good list you came up with, sir. Thank you. This is Kush thinking music. He's thinking with his brain. Yeah, all right. So I got it. We well, have to wait for the music to stop now. Oh uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm totally fine with extra time. Pay for it. How's it gonna go? So, unfortunately for Drew Barrymore, oh. three of our contestants team up and stomp a mud hole into her, and then call her a scab, despite Bullshit. the fact that she was well within her rights. To uh, to go back into production with her talk show during the writers' strike, uh, you know there was a hundred people. Anyway, th- these three people were like, "We don't care if you had you had authorization. We're stomping a mud hole on you." So Drew Barrymore's out. Born. Cameron Diaz then trips Meg Ryan, who who breaks her frail neck because she's a senior citizen now, unfortunately. And uh, yeah, there it is. Uh, Meanwhile, America's other sweetheart, Julia Roberts, she tries to choke out Cameron Diaz, but guess what? That, that bitch did Charlie's Angels. So she does a little kick, kicks Julia Roberts in the face from behind, like whoop, pop right there. And then um, those two, they, they slug it out for a while, but our, our winner is going to be Miss Cameron Diaz because she is so lovely and she is a fighter and she's from Southern California. And uh, yeah, she... This woman has actually been in several street fights in Long Beach. Oh, snap. So this week's winner, Miss Cameron Diaz. Congratulations. Who's probably the least successful out of all these three, but that means she's the hungriest. She also knew when to walk away. She walked away for a while, for like a decade. She's like, fuck this industry. I'm tired. And then Jamie Foxx brought her back in, and then she, and then he had a stroke or whatever has been wrong with him the last twelve months. And get well, Jamie Foxx. We miss you. Get well, Jamie Foxx. What a nice. He seems like one of those people that's like a nice guy. He's just a nice guy. There. Unfortunately, when his light is extinguished, the world will be a lot less cooler. Just the facts, ma'am. All right. Let's move on. To a segment where Kush reviews a movie in a segment that we like to call Kush's Movie Review. Kush's Movie Review. This 
week on Kush's movie review, Kush is talking about Lisa Frankenstein, a movie where Homer Simpson's daughter unfortunately passed away, but he was like, oh, I can't have this, or Marge is going to be all upset. So he hooks Lisa up to the car battery and starts her up. And it's alive, it's alive. And then we see what happens when Lisa uh, becomes reanimated into Springfield. Yeah, like you said, my guy. Uh, well, you're you're completely wrong about the uh, the synopsis, oh. but I still appreciate all your effort you do with those. Um, we are talking Lisa Frankenstein. This is a PG thirteen movie, and it is one hundred and forty one. God damn it. How do I keep doing this? One hour and 41 minutes. Oh, that's which much is significantly than shorter than 141 yeah. minutes. I, guys, I I even put one hour. For, anyway, <laughs> one hour, 41 minutes. Moves kind of long for me. But, I, you know, I, I'm not going to take away any time. I'm definitely not going to say they should have added more time. Um, this is directed by a woman named Zelda Williams. I am not familiar with her at all. Um, That's I... Robin Williams' daughter. Oh, far out. That's, is that just a fact? Just a fact, man. Thanks, Because right. oh. I know, I because Robin Williams is a big fan of the Legend of Zelda games. And so... Just the he, facts, man. Just the facts, man. He named, uh, he named his daughter Zelda. Unless there is another Zelda Williams out there. I'm pretty damn sure this is uh, Robin Williams' daughter. All right, well... You know, we're it's too late to go back to the IMDb. So I'm not familiar with Zelda Williams. I don't know if this is her first film or her 17th film, but uh, she definitely directed it. This is written by Diablo Cody, who is an Academy Award winner for her screenplay for Juno, uh, like 2007 or something. Juno, another romantic comedy about teenage pregnancy that I did not watch. Uh, with the then Ellen Page, who is now Elliot Page, by the way, that guy looks to be like living his best life right now. I, I, I guys, I'm, I'm a middle-aged man. I'm stuck in my ways. I don't understand a lot of things these days. But uh, Elliot Page seems to be doing fantastic, and I'm here for it. And I say, go, buddy. Uh, let, let's have a couple beers and pick up some chicks. Anyways, uh, Diablo Cody wrote this. This stars uh, Catherine Newton, who plays Lisa Frankenstein whose real name is Lisa Swallows. I feel like there was supposed to be a bunch of jokes surrounding that, and they never went into it. It's it's very casual. Like, it was just Lisa Swallows, report to the French. Like, even the class within the story never snicker about it. I'm just like, oh, okay, well, that, that's what we're doing. Maybe, maybe it's, like, um, it's, it's, it's on a level where it's kind of like, it becomes fu- like funnier because it's like, wait, is this a joke? Wait, am I am I in the childish book? <laughs> you know what, Mike? I absolutely did harbor those feelings. Like, I feel like I'm supposed to be laughing at that, but I'm not. But because I thought about laughing at it, does that make me wrong? The answer is no. Anyways, um, this also stars a woman named uh, Lisa uh, uh, Soberon. And uh, I think she's actually the breakout star of this movie. She plays the sis- the stepsister to Lisa Frankenstein. And when I say stepsister, you automatically think, like, she's just going to be a bitch the entire time. Nope. 
this chick is like trying trying to engage with lisa trying to make her part of the family when when evil stepmom who is played by carlo gugino like tries to like hammer something in on lisa that's unfair like stepsister's there to like no 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 mom <laughs> don't don't do that she she didn't do anything wrong and then uh, uh um, um our our monster is played by a gentleman named cole sprouse if i wrote that down correctly he has one line of dialogue surprise surprise spoiler alert it's at the very end of the film so but his entire performance is based on literal guttural sounds and facial gestures much like uh the lady from uh the shape of water however this is done for more comedic effect because he's a reanimated corpse who by the way has been dead 200 years and hasn't rotted away go figure i, I don't know how this stuff works but what, whatever 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 use the um, old spice to make yourself stupid. yeah this is trying to be just a campy comedy it's if anything else had come out this weekend i would have gladly seen it um and the way my the way my schedule worked this week uh, I worked 25 days or 25 hours over a 48 hour period and then only had a small window of time to see this movie before the Super Bowl started. And sure, I don't have to see the Super Bowl, but I'm civically obliged because the 49ers were in it. Anyways, this 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 was homework for me. And despite saying all that, um as of February 14th, 2024. We haven't seen the Bob Marley thing. We will not be talking about Madam Web next week. <laughs> we will not be talking about that dog shit. Um, this is currently, as much as we love the Beekeeper, this is currently the best movie theatrically released of 2024. I imagine that's going to change very quickly. But as of right now, this Sounds was the like best movie I've seen in a theater theatrically just reiterated that anyways um i don't know what else to say it's, uh, this is about a girl whose mother was murdered by a by a serial killer very, very much michael myers jason Voorhees type type of killing uh, it, it's brought up a, only a couple times it never comes back it's just brought up just 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 to sprinkle in some seeds and let you know, like, this is why this chick is so fucked up. Um, I honestly thought we were going to come back to that and it was going to end up being her father who was the killer. Again, this never comes up. And no, dad is not a killer. In fact, it's kind of strange how boring he is. And with the fact that he is so boring, it's weird that he married Carla Gugino. Uh, she, she's not a prize in this movie very beautiful woman outside of this movie but the character is very ugly and you're like why did you marry this woman six months later what what happened there that's never brought up um lisa swallows is going through this normal stuff that a normal horny 17 year old girl is going through in high school giggity, 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 giggity. it's just a it is just a fact man uh and you know she's weird and she's moody Obviously, her mom got murdered, but no one else understands that. So they're just like, well, that weird chick, blah, 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 blah. Um, one night, she goes to a party reluctantly with her stepsister and is then spiked, 
someone gives you a spiked a, a spiked cup. I, I don't know if LSD is in it or PCP or whatever it is. Like one guy goes, like, "You just gave her all the PCP." I would hope they didn't give her a PCP, but that bitch also didn't like try and punch through a, a windshield. But anyways, uh, there's an electrical storm, and then uh, this guy that she's been Lisa swallows hangs out in a in a cemetery that's supposedly haunted. to a specific tombstone she has created this whole narrative about this guy Um, the tombstone again it's 200 years old so it's it's worn down doesn't even know his full fucking name but she's created this whole narrative and kind of has a crush on the dead guy and then the electrical storm happens oh mike fish you have a question yeah who who is it created the narrative her who? Lisa Who's... Swallows? <laughs> All right. You're a child. <sighs> Anyways. Um, whoever this guy is comes to life because of a lightning storm. Manages to find her at her suburban home. And then at first she's a little bit afraid, but then she's like, wow. <laughs> fucking dead guy. I, I can get into this. Whatever. Um, it's set in 1989 they make some very specific references like hey we're all getting ready to go see a matinee of look who's talking do you want to join us no okay um oh you have the club in your car this is an anti-theft device it is not an actual club for hitting people it's the nostalgia on this is very specific but it's also sprinkled out liberally and i i appreciate that they don't force it down your throat but when they when they hit it they hit that nail right on the fucking head so there's a there's an 80s montage where lisa frankenstein lisa swallows kicks the monster into her closet you can do that every time fair enough okay you you have no idea how much i had to whip up when you said about they don't force it down your throat i was going to make another reference but i was (laughs) <laughs> you're nasty but anyways uh they, they do an 80s montage where for whatever reason she actually has like men's clothes in her closet i don't know but whatever we we get a little stuff like that and then at some point stepmom has to die i'm not gonna tell you how I'm not gonna tell you why but uh the the frankenstein part is obviously we have a dead cadaver walking around 200 years old and is not decomposed but at some point uh lisa frankenstein takes her stepmom's ear and sews it onto dude's face as you do as you do as will happen and then you know we uh kill a couple more people we use a couple extra body parts for things that aren't working you can actually put the giggity giggity goo in there giggity 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 goo I don't want to make that a spoiler, but uh, let your imagination play, kids. Look, um, this movie was not for me. Uh, the entire time it was homework, but I appreciated where it was going. I appreciate who it's for. They try and sneak in some Easter eggs, and motherfuckers, you, you Diablo Cody, you ain't cute with that shit. There's a two sets of cop. There's a set of cops. One is named Officer John. John is the last name. The other one is Officer Waters. This is a reference to the director, John Waters. I don't know if you're familiar with him, Mike Fish. Um, He's done Serial Mom. 
those were his those were his mainstream that was his mainstream hit but he he did some early 70s cult stuff like pink flamingos where like we're getting like transgender people involved uh hermaphrodites uh just weird fat chicks in a diaper very cultish stuff very cult classic stuff you either love it or you hate it i hate most of it but john waters is a fascinating person however uh, uh, uh fuck your easter egg diablo cody i don't care about it um having said all that again as of this week se- seven weeks into the new year of 2024 this is currently the best film that is available in theaters right now um i i can only give it a three out of five i recognize a lot of great performances again um there's lisa lisa so-and-so breakout star i look forward to seeing more of her i absolutely enjoyed her character and then at one point she gets traumatized and and she has a full arc so um yeah this isn't a bad movie but it's for horny 14 year old girls going through phases where they're like I'm going to wear a tutu and combat boots to school. Go ahead. Also, eccentric gay guys are going to love this. Uh, this definitely wasn't for me. I don't know if it would be for you. Mrs. Fish, I can see her finding the charm and the quirkiness in this. Uh, but uh, again, the, this came out this weekend and only debuted at number two. Um, whereas Argyle, which we said was absolutely a steaming pile of shit, uh, somehow still made money and went ahead of it. So uh, Lisa Frankenstein, not going to be in theaters much longer. So if you absolutely want to see it in theaters, jump on this now. Um, again, we haven't seen the Bob Marley movie. We haven't seen Madam Web. Maybe those are better. I doubt Madam Web is. But uh, Lisa Frankenstein, three out of five. In a disappointing calendar right now, it is the best thing out there currently. Um, also, breaking news. Uh, just, I had it confirmed that this was indeed directed by Robin Williams' daughter. Okay, for do we know if she's directed other things? I, she, I has. she has, she um, has. So, so she was director of Kappa Kappa Die in 2020. Right, that's not, not a main thing. Oh, yeah, 2020. The other thing got lost in the streaming hell. And she also wrote, produced, and directed a short comedy drama film in 2018 called Shrimp. All right. So this is still new stuff for her. Uh, Very impressive debut then for her, outside of that one film from 2020. Uh, For a sophomore movie then, very good. You did better than Bradley Cooper, madam. Yeah. Plus, she's done some acting, a little bit of acting. Okay. Uh, but yeah, doing, doing, do some, she's done uh, some video game voiceover work because she's a, she's claimed to be a big fan of her namesake. So good. For yeah, why not? All right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I imagine we're going to see more from Zelda Williams then in the future. Fingers crossed. Um, nah, nah, not going to do that. So. So what was it? Three out of five. Three out of five. Three out of five. For Lisa Frankenstein. Speaking of, by the way, you know you said about the, the before we sign off on this movie review. You know you mentioned the Bob Marley mm-hmm. movies coming in soon. Can I say right? I got a I got a, a bone to pick with whoever. Oh, I, did, I don't know. Because on Netflix right now there is a documentary about Bob Marley. 
Okay, good to know. And the title of it is Who Shot the Sheriff? Question mark. Right? That's so silly. Yes. And I I get what they're trying to do, but Bob did. That's he literally says it in the song. Like, if you want to be clever, like he says, I shot the sheriff. If you, if you, but I did not shoot the deputy. So if you wanted to put who shot the deputy, question mark, the Bob Marley story. That would have been a better be, title. That'd be quite clever. But who shot the sheriff? Like you've made, literally made a Bob Marley documentary and you're not familiar with one of his most famous songs where he's literally saying, I did it, mate. Over here. Boop, boop. Bobby did it. But that, that's kind of annoyed me more than it probably should have. But there you go. Check that out. But yeah, that does look good. That does look just the facts, ma'am. All right. Yeah, I'm um... hoping it's not another rehash of like George Foreman and Whitney Houston, where this happened and then this happened and then this happened and then he got shot. Hopefully, but we'll talk about that probably next week. Fingers crossed. Right. Let's wrap this week's show up with all the warm and fuzzy feels that we normally do in a segment that we like to call Feel Good Story of the Week. It's the coolest fucking story I've ever heard in my entire life. That's insane. Can I hear it again? This week's Feel Good Story comes to us from jolly old England, where a 96-year-old former police officer, he was surprised by a visit from a PCSO, which if I remember correctly stands for Police Constable Support Officer. Wow, that's a lot of adjectives. Yeah. Um, Anyway. So this PCSO let him sit in her police car. But here we go. This is where it all comes down to it. So Larry Smith, the 96-year-old former police officer, said it was fun to turn on the lights and siren again, and it felt like his normal routine, even though he retired more than four decades ago. The visit was arranged by Milford House Care Home in Derbyshire, where Larry lives. The former PC240 Smith, who has dementia, said it brought back lots of memories. After serving as a police officer in the RAF, Royal Air Force, he joined what was then Nottingham City Police in 1948. Mr. Smith said one of his colleagues was usually the driver while he was, quote, the runner and chased suspects to arrest them. He also remembered delivering two or three babies and received a commendation for one of them. I don't know why he only, just one of them. Three is pretty good. Anyway, um, surprise was arranged by Kirsty Swift, a dementia care coach at Milford House. She said, I, I quote, I was just having a conversation with Larry and he expressed he wanted to see a modern day police car, she said. She hmm. contacted Derbyshire Police and PCSO Bev Barnes visited two days later. Quote, he didn't know until he saw the car. It was lovely. Look at that. Man, I gotta say, England has got something on that diet, man. Like, I feel like people only die in England 
in the United Kingdom from like murder, bizarre traffic accidents, and then like very old age. Like, yeah, no one, no one dies before ninety-eight. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, did you hear so- Susan died? Really? How old was she? Ninety-eight. <gasps> so young. So uh, young. <laughs> like, I, I feel like they're not using the walkers either. Like, maybe a cane at most, but otherwise, they're just like, hey. <laughs> fuck is all this about get off my lawn you fucking punks or whatever they say yeah the only time you can convince a british person to use a cane or a walking stick is because you have to say well it's also a weapon it can double as a weapon all right fine you've convinced me i'll have it i'll have it (laughs) um yeah shout out to pcso um i did get it where did it go bev barnes and 96 year old Bella Larry Smith, which is, it's always nice. Dementia is a horrible thing, all jokes yeah, right. aside. It's a very horrible thing. No so it's nice, you know, when these kind of things happen and you can tell, you know, you know obviously, you know, myself, everyone, I think everyone's been impacted, unfortunately, by that horrible disease of dementia. But it's sometimes nice to know when, when these kind of things happen, you know, they're still there. They're still there. And it's nice to have those little connections again. So, yeah, shout out to everyone helping out there. Salute. Oh, yeah, we got to do this. this, We're we're saluting the British. No, no. My my brother, he's in the Royal Air Force. He did try to teach me how to do it once, and that's kept fucking... Yeah, so this this is America, and this is England. I think it's it's kind of like a 45-degree angle kind of thing. Um, Your brother would know more about that, but again, like, this is America... And then this is England. Uh, Something about showing the back of your hand for sure. Could we get a smack up, bitch? Fucking show you the back of my hand, sunshine. There you go. Ah, well, that wraps up another fun Fun episode today. Happy Lover's Day, y'all. Happy Valentine's Day. Good man. Um, Still to come this week, I normally ask Kush what he's got going on in Microdose, but I know. I already know. It's me. It's me. I'm going to be talking about the, uh, the Las Vegas Mega Bowl. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm pretty sure I don't have to get... I'm pretty sure we can say the S word, but, you know, just in case. Just in case. I get it. Because they're fucking weird. Those people. They are weird like that. However, we have no money, so they're not going to sue us. So it's okay. Yeah, the Las Vegas Mega Bowl, um, a.k.a. the Super Bowl. We'll be talking about the actual game itself, the X's and O's. Oh, what were they doing? What did they play call? Oh, they won the toss in the time. Oh, we'll be going to it. It's going to be fun. Um, so check that out uh, on the Microdose. Just search Spotify. Or if you're lazy, just go to bosnet.family and you click on it. And it will take you to where you need to be. Um, you can follow me at OnlyMicroFish on Twitter. You can follow him at Chris Page on Facebook and at Wafflebox on the X. Oh, low, oh, low flying helicopter in my area. Oh, it's going down. It's going down. It's getting a bit oh. shifty outside. Um, no, no, no. Breaking news. Yeah, shit's going down. Um, yeah, uh, so it's a good night from me. It's a good night from him. Clayton. Which could say it's fine, folks. Good night, everyone, and happy Valentine's Day. And if you're single, don't look at this as a negative or depressing day. Treat yourself. 
turn the lights down low, put on some slow jazz music, maybe even light a candle or two. Then grab that hand lotion, boot up Pornhub, and go bananas. See y'all next week. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. But until next time. Well, now my, now my, now that little catchphrase sounds disgusting. Take care of yourselves. And if you're at that type of party, each other. Bye for now. That's all, folks. It's the real deal. Yeah. Play me off, Johnny.